Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on an extended version of Inside Sources. We'll be with you all the way till 3 o'clock today when we'll pass it off to Jeff Kaplan, who'll get you home safe and smart. Uh, As always, I want to hear what's on your mind today as we go through the next two hours uh, on the Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500, weigh in. This is your chance, 57500, when it is safe, safety first. And uh, we're going to hit in this segment, uh, we we talked about this yesterday and promised that we would talk a little bit more about it today. And and that is this, this question of, will America be okay? And so we shared some thoughts from some thought leaders that I've been able to interview over the past year. And from across the political spectrum, uh, many conservatives, some uh, Democrats, uh, some independents, uh, and just some really smart people. And in the context of my interviews with them for the uh, Therefore What podcast, they, they all shared a view. I, I asked them about the, the future, what it looks like, what it means, what gives them hope. Uh, will America be okay? People genuinely want to know. Uh, and I have to say, I had I had a few people uh, who only heard a, a portion say, you know, is is a group hug really going to make America okay? You know, if, we, if we're just, you know, happy, happily, cheerfully moving along, is that going to be the difference maker for the country? Of course not. Uh, but I do think it's important to note, I think it's very important to note, that you should never mistake a happy warrior uh, as being anything less than a warrior. Uh, I've seen a lot of angry warriors in my day. And the thing that I have noticed, again, regardless of political party, regardless of what the objective or challenge was, the angry warrior may win a few battles along the way, but the angry warrior never never wins the war and the angry warrior never ever ever wins the hearts and minds of those who are actually persuadable and if you're in the political fight if you're in the conversation about the future of the country i just happen to think a happy warrior approach is a better way it's a better way to travel there's no question about that uh angry warriors are miserable (laughs) They're miserable to be around. And it doesn't mean you have to be Pollyanna. It doesn't mean you have to be 
uh, arrogant or ignorant or just blissfully uh, unaware of what's going on around you. No, there are real battles to be had in this country. There are real debates that we need to engage in. But the question that most Americans want, they don't they don't want the philosophical. They don't want the political. They want to know, is the country going to be okay? And is it going to be an okay place for my children or for my grandchildren or my great-grandchildren? Uh, is the America that we know and love, the America founded on principles, is it going to survive? And will my kids and grandkids have a chance to succeed? And so that's the question that I continue to pose to thought leaders, again, across the political spectrum. Let me share a couple with you today. Uh, First, Senator Ben Sass uh, from Nebraska, uh, author of a great book called Them, Why We Hate Each Other and How to Heal, uh, a book that I think every American, especially every elected official, should have to read uh, because it is how do we get past that conversation of them Uh, And them is a term that you always hear from the angry warriors. But here's what Ben Sass had to say. I think the way to love your neighbor is to have a pretty well thought out understanding of what will make your neighbor happy. We're going to have to together figure out how to build the new habits of social capital and of neighborliness and of community, despite the fact that technology is always whispering to you hey, the place you're at right now isn't that interesting. You should flee to somewhere else. Actually, most of the time, the the really interesting place to be in the long run is by loving the people that God has put in front of you right where you sit right now. All right, that's Senator Ben Sass from Nebraska uh, weighing in in terms of how we connect with our neighbor. Uh, I wanted to go now to uh, Utah Valley University President Estri Tuminez, uh, who is great in her application of authentic leadership. What does that mean and how will that make the country okay? Listen, you have to kind of know where people are coming from, see them as they are mm-hmm. and and what, what their own strengths and their own opportunities for growth are. I think that's really important. Most people want to succeed, by the way. Yeah. I have never once felt like people are out to fail themselves, you know? <laughs> right. They're not. And, and, <clears throat> and, and it, it's sort of the, the attitude you take with them and how mm-hmm. you help them see their own opportunities. We need to be comfortable in our discomfort. We need to um, say that the way we've always done things may not be the way we're, we're going to keep doing things. We have to, sh- to pivot our culture, build on our strengths, and see the opportunities ahead of us. All right. That's uh, President Tuminez from Utah Valley University. I love her take there in terms of uh, getting comfortable in our discomfort and the kind of conversations that we need to have. We're going to have some of those today. We're going to talk about debt and deficit and curing Congress's spending addiction, uh, which is one of the real addictions in the country right now and one that is a, a great threat to the future of America. Uh, let's go ahead and squeeze in uh, one more. I want to get uh, Scott Rasmussen, uh, national pollster, great insight in terms of what it takes to make America okay in terms of strong communities as opposed to always relying on our political leaders to try to drag us along. Government has a very important role to play, but it is not the lead role. Mm-hmm. Every one of us has something to do to, to help manage society, to help govern society as individuals. You know, my wife plays a role in governing my life. Um, and, <laughs> well, and, and, and knowing your wife, uh, yeah. it's a significant role <laughs> in governing your life. <laughs> but, but she would also say that I play a role in governing That's her right. life. You know, and your job, your employer plays a role in it, and the associations yeah. that you're a part of, because these are the things that hold society together. Mm. It is that life, that informal formal government that is far more important and powerful. Um, and that's where people can come together and they can work together in community to solve problems. So mm-hmm. we see that.
that a lot here in Utah. Yeah. Probably some of the best examples of people with different ideas coming together and saying, how can we find common ground and make this work? And that is exactly the opposite of what we see in Washington. So that's uh, pollster Scott Rasmussen weighing in. And so, again, three great perspectives there. You had Senator Ben Sass, uh, Astrid Tuminez, president of Utah Valley University, and pollster Scott Rasmussen, all weighing in from very different angles in terms of why they think the country will be okay. Uh, and I am one of those who believes the country's going to be okay. And we, we can say, and Scott Rasmussen says this all the time, that our politics has failed, but America will not. And the reason America will not is not because we're going to have a kumbaya moment. It's not because we're going to have a group hug moment. It's not because we're all going to just cheerfully choose to get along all of a sudden. No, it's because we're going to have big open debates and we're going to treat each other differently. Uh, Senator Sass has said we got to get past this us them mentality and we can get there. So, again, never never assume that just because someone is a happy warrior, don't assume that they're not a warrior uh, or that they're committed to a set of principles. That's important. Uh, but I've just found that the angry warriors may win some battles. They never win the war and they never, ever win the hearts and minds of those who are actually persuadable. And that's what gives me confidence is there are a lot of happy warriors there on both sides of the political aisle, across the political spectrum, across different religious groups and ethnic backgrounds. That's what makes America extraordinary is when we have happy warriors who are moving forward to make the country better. All right, we're going to step aside. When we come back, we will have Robert Spendlove, senior economist at Zions Bank. He's going to break down what in the world is going on in the markets and what it means for all of us. Stay with us right here on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andreas Martin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.